How y'all doing? Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. This is Cover Four with the guys. I got Keith with me tonight. How you feeling, Keith? I'm doing good. How you doing, Cuddy? Doing pretty good, man. You know, last week I was down and out with the with the wisdom teeth. Feeling a little better now. Feeling a little better. Shaking back. And we got a special guest on with us tonight, Mr. Blake. How you feeling, Blake? Gucci. I'm good, <laughs> but I'm not good. <laughs> and as y'all can see, that was rigged. As y'all can see, he he repping terrible towel boys tonight. If you're watching, but he he is still his fan, big still his fan over there. So salute to the why we got him. He lucky he's my homeboy, boy. I was not about to put no Steelers fan on the show. Hey, you know, respect, respect. We gotta have different people on here, you know, different like different teams and stuff too. So respect, respect. So we're gonna start off here. What do you say, Keith? It's the best month of the year, bro. It's Black History Month. Oh, yeah, yeah, most definitely. Black History Month, definitely shout out, man, Black History Month. Yeah, big I mean, out. honestly, I'm going to say forget the whole Black History Month. Like, no other race has a month of history, right? Yeah. Black history should be celebrated year-round just like everything else. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, it is. It's definitely a year-round thing, like Terrence saying. And then I got, like, a special Black History Month thing to, like, tell y'all the uh, my spe- uh my topic today is Thurgood Marshall. He's the first African American Supreme Court justice that was appointed to the Supreme Court. He argued in the Brown versus the Board of Education ending segregation seg- segregation of school uh, in schools. In 1936, he became the chief of the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. And fun fact, he went to HBCU for law school. He went to Howard. Yes, sir. He would have went somewhere else. I forget the school's name. I can't think of it. But at the time, schools were segregated. He knew he wouldn't have gotten in. So he went to HBCU. That was, a you know, our Black History Month news. Yeah, big, definitely big shout out to Thurgood. We, we also have, you know, we, we see a lot of, you know, younger players who are now about to transition to college, like the uh, Travis Hunter. You know, big name, big name guys are also starting to go to the HBCUs and represent. So big shout out to those guys as well, because, you know, if you can ball, they're going to come find you. So, you know, big shout out to those guys as well. Hopefully we have plenty more behind them that's going to do the same thing as well. So um, so we got start off tonight, guys. We got the first and 10, the news segment. So first and foremost, we like to give a big ups to the Bengals and the Rams for making it to the Super Bowl. So we're going to start off by Blake giving us who he got in the Super Bowl. Oof. Man, oh man. <laughs> All right. This year, Super Bowl, I'm going to take the Rams over the Bengals for the simple fact mismatch Eli Apple. Who's he going to guard? Cooper Cup, OBJ. Take your pick. Um, I don't think the, the Bengals O line is going to be able to keep up with the Rams defense. Freaking Aaron Donald is just a. You see how he was manhandling them boys last week. Just imagine what he's going to do to an O-line that just gave up eight or nine sacks a couple weeks ago. So Yeah, nine. The only way I see Bengals winning this is if Burroughs can stay protected. It could be a decent game, but uh, I don't know. I just don't see it happening in this game. But the the future is bright for the uh, for the, for the the Bengals for sure. They're probably going to – I'm a Steelers fan. I'm going to hate to say this, but they're probably going to be running the, our division for the next handful of years. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got winning, Keith? Uh, so I'm gonna go. I I wouldn't bet this, but I'm gonna go against it. I'm gonna go with the Bengals, bro, because the way I look at it is if it, they gotta take advantage of the opportunity given to them. 
like Joe Burrow says, like, we deserve to be here. Like, you know, we're not the Cinderella story. They need to snatch, snatch this one because it ain't going to get no easier going forward. Like, you're in the AFC. You're going to have all these dudes in it. You know, like, granted, like Blake said, they'll probably, they're probably going to win our division. Like, unless the Ravens do something drastically, you know, you know the issues with the Steelers. So it's their division in turn to win. But going past that is where you're going to get even some more bumps in the road. So I feel like you could take advantage and get it this year. Their defensive line's good. They can get to Stafford. Stafford turns the ball over. So that's – if he, you can get a turnover from him or a couple, then you're in business. Like, you know, and they – the good thing about Cincy is they'll kick field goals. Even throughout the season. Like, they get in field goal range. Oh, yeah, they're kicking it. Pearson coming out to kick the field goal. That's true. That's another good thing. Uh, I do think they have a mismatch with the receivers. That is – I mean – Anybody's a mismatch when you got Cooper Cup and Odell. Like, there's not many teams that have th- two elite corners. Like, there's some, but then you you got uh, Vance Jefferson. I think for the Bengals, though, T. Higgins and Trey Henderson are going to be the difference makers. If T. Higgins eats alive, wh- whichever corner gets him, because it's not going to be Ramsey, he's going to probably fall Jamar Chase the whole day. So, if he eats yeah, he alive – no, he definitely should. But if he eats alive, whoever his matchup is, and Trey Henderson can get a sack, or just a lot of pressure on a Matthew Stafford, I feel like that would honestly make a, a big difference, to be honest. Okay. I mean, I definitely like both of y'all picks. I'm going to have to side with Blake on this one. I just think the Rams going to end up pulling it out. Um, I, I mean, it's crazy to see, you know, the Heisman winner won national championship just a couple years ago, went from a two-win and four-win season to in the Super Bowl. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. Um I just, I don't know. I just can't see them overcoming, just like he said, Leonard Floyd, Aaron Donald, Von Miller. Um, just a lot of, a lot, honestly, a lot of veterans on that defense um, with a struggling O-line. So that's the big thing, O-line struggling. And we're just going to have to see Burrow get the ball out quick and see if they can run the ball, obviously, as well, which is going to be tough. Um, but just on the other side, like you say, you got Cooper Cup, you got Odell. I mean, pick your poison there, and then, you know, they can get the run game going. And let's say not put Stafford in a position to throw an interception because we all know the man likes to throw dot, dots to the other team. <laughs> so yeah. um, if they don't put him in position to turn the ball over, then I can definitely see them winning. And they have a lot of guys that came there to win. And year one, they're, they're getting it done, not even the whole season. You know, OBJ came in with a couple games. Von Miller came with a couple games left, and they gave up a lot. They gave up a lot to get to where they are now. So, if they win the chip, it was definitely worth it. But if they lose, I mean, how many how many draft picks they they lost a lot of draft picks. I know that they lost a lot. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a must win right here. Yeah, like for for the for the Bengals, it's just like like I said, it's a good thing to get it now. Yeah. Oh yeah. You got to take advantage of the opportunity. Especially but, with everybody being hurt this year, because next year, if Lamar's healthy and he gets a receiver or two, who knows what's going to happen? Uh, if we get a good quarterback, who knows what's going to happen? So, if they're going to have to, if they're going to win, it's going to have to be this year. Because if everybody yeah, is sure. it's going to be, it's going to be difficult. It's yeah, I agree with that. I definitely agree. <laughs> and I mean, we haven't even brought up, you know, Josh Allen or Mahomes, Herbert. Or Justin Herbert. I mean. Yeah. Derek Carr now with Josh McDaniels. Like, we haven't even brought up stuff like that. So, I mean, it's definitely going to be tough in AFC. So, since we're already talking about the Rams, so 
Do you feel like the aggression was worth it since they don't have any first rounders until 2024? I would say only if they win the Super Bowl. If they lose it, then yeah, of course it's not worth it. But um, Aaron Donald's there. Uh, Von Miller, how many more years do you think he's probably gonna have? He's not staying though. That's the crazy. They bet on all those dudes. And yeah, Odell is a one and done. Bonds a one and done. I say, None. but I say though, if, if they, they have win, to be able to retain somebody though, like it's worth it if they can retain Von Miller, OBJ. I keep I mean, them. I would go. Who are you gonna go for? Pick your pick. I mean, you got Darren. You got Aaron Donald. You have to go Vaughn. You can't go Odell because you got Robert Woods Robert coming back. Yeah, you got Vance Jefferson. Like he in that rotation with all of them, he doesn't fit for like a full season going forward. And Odell, he deserves to go get paid. Like you, he's he's showing you he's still Odell. But I think you could probably keep Vaughn. Maybe like how old is he? About thirty two, maybe thirty three, almost. I think Vaughn's thirty two. Something like that. Yeah, he's getting towards the end of his prime, but I feel like, you know, he he's a veteran. He's savvy. Um, he's somebody that's still, you know, very physical, athletic. You know, he's still an athletic specimen. So I feel like at the end of the day, you know, he can definitely make some plays. So, and it's um, crazy. Because I don't think he even wanted to be traded either. He was yeah, not, he didn't. He was not expecting it. He wasn't expecting it, but he was like he was okay with it because they asked him. But he was mm-hmm. just kind of. I think he was thinking like, "Hey, I'm retiring in Denver," and then they I, were like, "Hey." And it was nice how they did that for him. They sent him where he yeah. could go get a ring. Yeah. And it's crazy that, you know, they put him in a position pretty much like from, you know, a team that's average, below average to wearing the Super Bowl. So at the end of the day, like I'm happy for him that, like you said, he was sent somewhere that where he can, you know, have some success. Yeah. And then yeah. from here, he'll be able to choose like, you know, am I going to stay here in L.A., try to run it back? Or am I going to move on and try to, you know, establish myself elsewhere? As Please well, <laughs> God. So, also, do y'all feel like, and I feel like the answer consensus wise is going to be yes. Do y'all feel like that was Jimmy G's farewell game? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I you agree. Already, you already know I, how I was saying. Honestly, my opinion on Jimmy G, he's out of there for sure, definitely. But as far as like where he would go next year, who where I think he would fit. To be honest, Tampa's trying so hard to get A-Rod. They're trying so hard to get A-Rod, but I feel like Jimmy G might be a better fit than A-Rod. A little bit younger, a little bit more patient. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is not as mobile anymore, but, I mean, he can't throw as far as Aaron Rodgers. He's not as accurate, but uh, their offensive yeah. line, I think with him, I think that he would probably be a good fit there. I'm not saying that they're going to probably go for him because I just hope the Steelers don't go for him either, but. <laughs> I think Jimmy, I think he would be. I'm not gonna say he would be successful because you know how the, the Bucks fans are. Mm-hmm. So if he, he has a couple bad games, the same way they did Fitzpatrick, the same way they did Jameis, he gonna definitely hear from him. But then that's now he's gonna think about. It. He's like, all right, this is gonna be a mentality thing. I gotta see if I if I can handle it. If I can play good, then I don't have to worry about the fans being up my but asshole. The, but the so, thing is too, like whatever quarterback, whether like you said, if it was a potential for Aaron Rodgers to come there, Jimmy G who's already in Tom Brady's shadow, does he want to go and do the same thing again? And then also you got Aaron Rodgers, who, you know, has already been getting criticized. Like, hey, you just got booted from the playoffs yet again. And now you come in to fill in, you know, Tom Brady's shoes. But can you actually fill his shoes? Because we all know the type of leader everyone in that organization, obviously from the Patriots organization as well, how, you know, great of a leader Tom Brady is and to come there when the Super Bowl is first year 
and you know, if he goes there and doesn't do the same thing, like, hey, Tom Brady laid the foundation for you to come in and win, and you didn't get it done. So that'll be, yeah, I, feel I feel like, like that's even more tarnish on his legacy, I think. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I feel like that's going to be for anybody, though. Like, we know, we all know they're not going to go with Trask. He, he ain't going to be the quarterback. He, I don't even know why they drafted him. I mean, he got to sit a year behind Tom. I feel like he's a great pocket passer, which is honestly the same type of quarterback Tom is. Hey, you guys ready? You ready for this? That team that Tom took to the Super Bowl is not the team that is coming back for the Bucks. The center it's, is going to be a free agent. It's not. Be a free agent. I think one of the other guards is going to be a free agent. J.C. Pierre-Paul is going to be a free agent. Sue's going to be a free agent. And maybe you can get Sue and J.C. Pierre-Paul on, like, you know, bet deal because they're older. You know, they'll probably stay. They might like the city and stuff. But I don't see Jensen at 30, a, a good center, just being like, yeah, you know, I'm going to stay here and take the discount when he could probably not get a big payday. But either say if he came back to Baltimore because he we had him, he's like, oh, I want to go back to Baltimore and play there. Or he's like, hey, I want to go somewhere else. I just think that team's dynamic is going to be sh- – shaked up i oh, think definitely. jimmy's best spot, jimmy's best spot is it's not going to be with the bucks because the buck jimmy has to be in a system where they run the ball or effective at running the ball and how they scheme it and bruce arian system or brian left which is and brian left which is, isn't going to be there right he got the jack job yeah yeah so he's not yeah. going to be there yeah that system is built on big throws down the field taking the chance right Jimmy is not like that. So Jimmy, in turn, I feel like he would fit in the Steelers situation. If he can get in the Steelers situation with Najee Harris and those weapons they have, you know, they do need a veteran receiver with those those young guys. But, you know, with Najee Harris, I grant the old line's horrible, but he, I, if I'm the Steelers, if I'm the Steelers, I wouldn't shy away from getting Jimmy. Yeah, I'm shy away, but if I was the Steelers, I would sign a trade. Um, Juju Smith and go for Deshaun. Give him some, give him, I'll give him three first round picks, Juju Smith for Deshaun. That's how desperate we is for. It. Just imagine just the way Deshaun plays with the young, the young core that we have with um Claypool and Deontay and Najee Harris. I and, think we uh, yeah, do you want to do you want to see y'all give uh Dwayne Haskins a shot or no? You think he give, should just would, be out too? I would give Dwayne Haskins a shot over Mason Rudolph. I'll give you oh that. definitely, definitely. Um, if we can get Deshaun, yes. If we can get Aaron Rodgers or some big name, go for it. But if we're gonna, if we're not gonna get anybody, and they decide they just want to just pick what we always do and not get a quarterback in the draft and just go for like offensive line, fine. Then we would go with Dwayne Haskins. Everybody, okay. everybody, everybody always forget that he threw fifty freaking touchdowns not that long ago, and so it's, now it's just like, do you want? And we've seen how Mason plays and. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to root for that. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a talent issue. It's a, you know, leader, leadership, yeah, leadership issue. Now, is and the way he started that little fight with Miles My, Garrett, it was, it was he initiated it. We don't need that crap, bro. I'd rather, I'd rather have Dwayne. And I personally think Dwayne is better anyway. So we'll see. I think yeah. it's gonna be one of, I think it's gonna be one of those things. If you can't get the big names, if they don't move, those pieces don't move. Yeah, I would take Jimmy and have Haskins back him up, or you know. Yeah, have Haskins back him up. That'd be fine. You know, maybe Jimmy, maybe Jimmy helps him. Definitely. So we got the the GOAT officially announces his retirement. So obviously this question, does he play next year, is not into, you know, playing anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> moving on here, we got the, the head coaching situation going on in the NFL right now. So 
What you what you got to say, Keith? We we can't say we can't just move on to that man. That man had a great career. <laughs> I, I, I ain't gonna let you just skip that man. You a you a past. Hey, gonna, listen, he put us last, so I was gonna do him the same way. Hey, I'm gonna give my man his flowers, bro. Oh, I enjoyed God. watching him. I'm probably like one of the few Ravens fans that didn't have a problem watching Tom play, cause like he didn't like piss me off. Like I was like, oh fuck Brady or nothing. You know what I mean? Like I was like, you know, like whatever. Like I think he's beat us twice in the playoffs. Or we beat him once. Like, I don't have a – I like watching him play, you know. I think he's a – for the most part, a good dude. The only, the only bad thing or knack I have on him is just the complaints to the ref, how they never over the years just got, like, <laughs> never got called. Like, it just – and I've seen him the I way he felt. A couple weeks ago. Yeah, he finally got that call a couple weeks ago. But, you know, other than that, I think he he's a pretty good dude. Most part, his teammates have a good thing to say about him. You, yeah. you gotta you gotta admire the grind, you know, be a six round pick, make it that far, prove that you deserve to be there. Cause people forget beating out Drew Bledsoe, that's hard. That yeah, wasn't the Super Bowl, too, though. Bro, yeah, that wasn't an easy task. Like Drew Bledsoe was not no bump. Like you weren't just beating him. You know what I mean? So the fact he was able to do that, the fact that he was able to do it with just who he did it with, you know, and I would have loved to see him get that ring that year he had Randy. Cause I love Man, Randy. Me too. Like <laughs> if they could have. They could have capped that off. That would have been dope. It's dope to see what he was able to bring to Tampa. He changed their whole culture. I don't think it's going to stay the change, but he was able to bring a different dynamic to them. And you saw how hard they played for him, how serious they took it. And I think that's just dope. You know, I think uh, he, he's leaving at a good time, though, because I think, like you said, yeah. the, league is yeah, in good, the league's in good hands going forward. It'd be yeah. different if, like, we were looking around like, oh, my God, like, Tom's gone. Like, kind of like in the NBA at first, people were like, well, what? What's, if Braun leaves, like, where we at? And, you know, now there's, there's people there. There's always been, but it's just like, oh, like when he hangs it up, what's it going to look like? It's just so, so, you, so used to seeing this person for your whole childhood. Now it's just like, he's not there. And now it's just like, dang. Yeah. You know? so I mean, I, think, I feel like, I feel like, you know, Tom definitely had a great year. Definitely gave, you know, two decades, of, you know, passion and, you know, just blood, sweat and tears into the Patriots organization. You know, uh, you know, a great person, you know, and, um, you know, he, he did a lot of great things for the organization as far as the, you know, the um, records, you know, obviously we, we know he's broken a ton of records. He's going to be, yeah, he's going to hold a lot of records for the foreseeable future. Now that they move it up to 17 games, I can see people like Mahomes, Josh Allen, potentially, you know, towards yeah, and you know. Let's put injuries in. If we put injuries and rest in, depending on yeah. like record and But I'm definitely, glad. um, he he definitely changed the game and like you said, Mr. Irrelevant changed the way we look at guys who were, you know, drafted, you know, fifth, sixth round. Um, so definitely wanna, you know, take our hats off to Tom Brady and you know, show him that we really do appreciate him for yeah. 20 as plus Steelers, years. <laughs> as a Steelers fan, I haven't never liked the Patriots. Um, <laughs> they, they always we like we would set up perfect team. We had um, a B freaking when Le'Veon had a crazy year when he only when he missed the first four or five games and still put up almost like 1500 rushing yards. And it was just like, damn, bro, we're, we're about, we about to do it. And there come Tom Brady, bro. And then we lose to them by <laughs> whether it's a touchdown or a stupid turnover that we did. So I never liked the Patriots. That's just the Patriots. Tom Brady, I always have respect for because it's like, damn, bro, he, it's like he finds a way to win no matter who's on his team. Like, the year Chris Hogan had that two crazy catches in the playoffs. And it was just mm -hmm. like, 
everybody was like, bro, who is this? And it's like, bro, Tom Brady, you just play with Tom Brady. He can, you can go find somebody from the freaking street and Tom Brady gonna <laughs> make sure you get to the, to the dang Super Bowl some kind of way. So yeah, I give Tom Brady his, his hat. His, I'll give him his flowers. Uh, when he came to the Bucks, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, uh, I don't know how this is gonna work because the Bucks they weren't really that great. But then he came his first year, won it, and it was like, damn, now the Bucks are relevant. And then this year, a few mistakes, but they could, they almost, they was close to making it to uh to the. They probably would have been to the Super Bowl if we, to be honest, because they would have beat the Rams and then they would, they would definitely beat the 49ers, I think personally. But, um, but yeah, man, I give him this, I give him his flowers, man. It was definitely a great 22 years. Was, I enjoy watching him, but. For the most part, I enjoyed. Like I didn't enjoy it, but I did. You enjoy it when he wasn't playing the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big, big shout out to that man because he brought up having to enjoy like his family and his kids now, you know. And we saw what happened, unfortunately, with like Kobe, you know, Dean Bryant, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. But like he was able to enjoy his family, even though it was for a short amount of time. Like you got to, yep. yeah, you got to, yeah, definitely. It. So I'm glad Tom is like he he was conscious of that, you know. And it was like, nah, you know, they need me, you know. And maybe his kids play ball, or maybe they just they just want to be around their dad, bro. Like, yeah, that's all it is. So that's now dope. We're gonna see if, if Tom decide to do some kind of broadcasting. Maybe he comes to New England to be offensive coordinator, quarterback coach, or you know, I ain't gonna pull, you know. Hey, hey I, I think, think we got a we got a spot open in the front office. Yeah, you think he can be the GM? Like, he can come be the GM. Hey, so if Tom Brady said today he wants to be a head coach and he wants to coach the Buccaneers, do you think they take do they keep Bruce or you think they would just go straight for Tom Brady? I mean, I don't think he does that. I think uh, I think Bruce is on, on his way out anyway, realistically. He had I don't that, think that makes like yeah, it don't make too much sense if I had to yeah. guess. But, as far as like uh popularity and how resume much, wise though, like he ain't got the yeah, he, he got the he ain't got Bruce Arians level like qualifications yeah, yeah. to be like, yeah, we finna boot Aaron, Bruce yeah. Arians and put in Bruce, Tom, but Bruce if it was like, out, hey out. Tom. We just lost Leftwich. You can be the offensive coordinator. Okay, I, I can see him being the offensive coordinator. Honestly, I, can I feel see like he's still gonna stick around and like help the QBs and stuff. Probably it depends. I don't think he, I think he's gonna move from Tampa though. Got a I feeling think, he's leaving. I think he's gonna go to the booth like Roma. I feel like people like uh, Tampa Tom, like how he was in Florida and stuff. I feel like his personality. He'd probably be good in the booth. You know. Like yeah, imagine I mean, a quarterback, a another game. quarterback being broadcaster. Yeah, imagine you hear a game with him and Romo. Like him and Romo are calling the game. Talking ball, just just talking <laughs> ball. Because honestly, Romo is a really smart dude too. Like, like even watching the games and listening to the broadcasters, like Romo be calling out the plays. Yeah, no, it's a run to the right now. He just switched it because blah blah blah. And it's like, man, like, and it happens. Like that's crazy. Yeah, that's dope. It's insane. So, but yeah, definitely salute the time, man. Uh, enjoy your retirement, however long that might be, because we don't we have no clue what your next move is gonna be. But you know, from I guess I can speak for all of us, we definitely would love to still see Tom around yes. footballs in some sort, whether it's you know broadcasting, maybe even coaching quarterbacks, coach off the coordinator somewhere. But you know, we would definitely love to see you around football somewhere. So definitely uh, enjoy your retirement while you're off, though. And um. Moving on here. So we got some some news with the head coach hirings here. So we got the the Broncos hiring Nathaniel Hackett, the Giants hiring Brian Dable. We got the Bears hiring Matt Eberflew, Josh McDaniels going to the Raiders. And then we still have some vacancies. So we got the Jags, Dolphins, Vikings, Texans, and Saints with some vacancies. So what needs to be done to see more inclusion? So, you know, other <laughs> ethnicities that 
more than qualified for these positions that aren't even getting a chance. So, Blake, what, what do you think that – what needs to happen to, to make this change? Because we have the ruining rule, but obviously they're stepping yeah. on that. That's been stepped yeah. on. <laughs> um, honestly, man, it's tough because – you can see, like, let's just any, uh, let's just say ethnicity that's not white, obviously, because that's the majority of the, the the coaching positions in the NFL, in sports in general. Uh, like offensive coordinator, like I honestly think Byron would be a, a great head coach, but you know, it's the way the NFL works. It's just, it's tough, bro. It's really hard. Like, what we have, what do we have left? Just is it just one black head coach now? I think it's just oh one. No. We got uh, Tomlin. He's one. Yeah. Oh my God! Is that's crazy? So honestly, uh, the change. And we got Ron Rivera, who was what Hispanic, right? So. Yeah, but yeah, okay. yeah, not wrong. That counts. That counts. The changes that that should happen. I don't know, man. It's tough. It's really hard because, like, no matter what we try, like, you can it could be a a a different ethnicity, be a ter- like not terrible, a terrific. Uh, offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator that's ready mm-hmm. to move up to be a head coach and now it's like all right well let's go, we're going to interview him they're, they're going to just the same way they just did this other dude they're going to interview him and they end up giving it to somebody else that's obviously not <laughs> black or spanish or something like that so i don't know how we're going to change this because that's the, that's just the way it's been and it's just like a consistent thing i think you got to the point where it's just damn near a good old boy system it is it honestly it's not damn near it is i think not having any black owners like i had ozzy newsom which was great boy the man drafted lamar because i don't know mm-hmm. if the boys would have drafted <laughs> him if it wasn't for him so just like you need that you need that relatability to the players to the just the culture of the game i just i don't know how you fix it the nfl needs to do something they won't of course not we've been there with it but I'm tired of seeing dudes like uh, Doug McDermott got that Bills job, right? Doug McDermott is a defensive-minded coach. Mm-hmm. Brian Flores is a defensive-minded coach. No one brings up Doug McDermott being a defensive-minded coach as him not being able to do his job well enough. You know why? Because they had Brian McDo- Mc, uh, McBull, or what's his name? You're talking about Brian Dabble? Brian Dabble calling the plays for all his offense. And mm-hmm. he Josh Allen took the huge leap. So why is it Brian Flores? It's like, oh no, he no, he he'd be fucking fine. Like it doesn't matter. There's some coaches like Bill's Bill had Josh McDaniels. You know why? McDaniels probably ran the offense better, and Bill knew how to keep the defense on lock. It's fine. There's no, I don't get why people think your head coach is supposed to do both. Like Andy Reid has no say on the defense, probably. Like what? Like I just I hate that one thinking that you're. Your coach is supposed to be this way or that way or like no like give these dudes the opportunity give them a chance like i'm tired of seeing them get turned away like uh t martin our receiver coach he just interviewed for the bills uh job he didn't get it but he interviewed for it the fact they won't fire greg roman and hire this man is beyond me but <laughs> just i'm sick of it it's annoying like, yeah it, it definitely is i just think that there are there are already things in place to make things more inclusive like the Rooney rule for example but it's not being handled properly or it's not being I guess I don't know what would you say policed or you know implemented however whatever you want to say because now we got this whole Brian Flores thing that just came out so a couple of the things from that we got 
Apparently, the Miami owner offered him $100,000 per loss in 2019 to help draft position. He was also pressured into tampering pretty much. Uh, The owner owner wanted him to meet with Tom Brady before he was a free agent. Then we have the Belichick text messages showing giant selected head coach, you know, Brian Dable before uh, Flores' interview with the Giants. So now we have, you know, hey, this guy was already hired. Why are y'all even interviewing me? Like, hey, if he's your guy, just say he's your guy, you know, in the interviewing process. Then you have um, with the Broncos that Flores also interviewed for, you got, he stated that uh, Elway showed up late and so, I mean, late and um, hung over to pretty much comply to the Rooney rule. So I feel like, you know, things like that just goes to show, you know, just how being a minority you know, how pretty much you're treated in these type of environments. And it's just, it's insane. Just like a guy like, you know, Eric Bieniemy, who is more than qualified at this point to be a head coach somewhere. And we've seen, you know, type of spark, you know, the, the type of, you know, progression and things like that that we see out of the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. And yet this man still, you know, has to offer the job. It's insane as well. Um, but we definitely need to see some more inclusion for sure. Um, hopefully, hopefully the NFL does something, not sure exactly what they're going to do, but I mean, they have to do something. What yeah, you going to say, Keith? <laughs> I raised my hand. I thought that was pretty neat. I remember using this in class, but I mean, if you look at it, take for instance, the Raiders had a head coach, mm-hmm. an interim head coach that their players bought into and they hired Josh McDaniels. I'm not saying Josh McDaniels from a scheme point probably wouldn't have been a good hire, but you mean to tell me you couldn't just run it one more year with your interim coach to see how he did? That's like, true too. Why, why not? Look, the players obviously bought into him. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm not saying you got to have him long term, but what would have been an issue? Be like, hey, let's run it with him one more year. Hey, we made the playoffs. Let's go ahead and see. Exactly, because <laughs> let's be honest, the Raiders team isn't it isn't a rebuild unless you're going to move Carr, Waller, and all those pieces. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a middle-of-the-pack team that kind of just needs to get over the hump, bring in some pieces, change the dynamic, maybe move back to Oakland. But, like, why would you – like, why did you go get Josh McDaniels? I don't get it. I mean, Josh McDaniels was saying it had to be a special place for him to leave New England, a special situation and everything. I didn't remember how he did? Yeah, Indianapolis. I'm not sure what he's thinking to say, like, hey, this is a special place, other than, like, hey, yeah, we – it's a special place because y'all got all these players drinking and driving, all this misconduct in the front office. Like, what? I mean, I don't know what's so special about it or whatever, what have you. But I mean, I definitely wish them all the success. I'm not sure what's so special besides, like, obviously, you know, Vegas. Darren Waller, Vegas, Derek Carr, you know, Crosby. You know, he had it's some great caliber players on the team, but as far as like the organization and the culture and everything, not so. Sh- I mean. It might be okay since they still were able to win games and stuff like that, even throughout all of that kind of stuff. But, I mean, I'm not sure sure what was so special, but, I mean, we definitely need to see some some more inclusion and some more um, diversity and some people that really, you know, actually deserve shots at jobs. Just like Flores, don't think um, he deserved being fired, even from Miami or whatever, but just like uh, Cully as well from the Texans. I mean, he stepped in one year and he's out. I mean, what did y'all do for him to succeed to make y'all fire him? 
No, I'm not gonna lie. If I was a black coach, there's no way I take a Texas job. If you even try to interview me, I tell you, kick rocks. Like I just, oh my, we gotta change the subject. What, what, what year are we talking? Boy. about? <laughs> huh? It's on this year, or does it matter? I'm saying I mean, going this year, going forward. Not, yeah, I would not. Oh, interview. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. No, bro, we got it. We gotta change the subject. I'm gonna get pissed. It's, it's just the first day <laughs> of black. School, my <laughs> Moving forward here, so we got the um. The halftime segment, y'all all have already got acquainted to our, our friend Blake here. So Blake is going to tell us what he feels like. He he needs to see the Steelers do moving forward now that Big Ben has retired. And he's also, if he feels like it, he, he can also give us a a fair emotional farewell as well for Big Ben. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so I ain't going to lie, man. I watched – um, I've been watching Ben since I was a kid. So I, I became a Steelers fan um, just one random day. I went to my cousin's house when I was like five or six years old. And we would watch football all the time. Everybody in my household were Giants fans. Besides, but I didn't watch football with my parents. I used to go to my cousin's household. That's how I became a Steelers fan. So I've been a Steelers fan damn near my whole life. So I've pretty much watched Ben from rookie year till till now. So I watched his... Uh, his career highlights the other day, and I was just like, damn, bro, this this dude lasted a long time. And I've been watching since I, I before I even moved to uh Florida. Yeah, yeah, Florida. So um what we need, obviously, we're gonna need a quarterback now, but like we spoke about before, if we uh <clears throat> if we don't go quarterback in some kind of way, we don't get one, then in the draft, we need to get offensive line, give Haskins a chance. Unless they're gonna do the, the little Jimmy G thing, which I mean, if if we have to, sure. And then we then we back up Haskins. Um, I'm not gonna lie. If we have if Mason Rudolph is our starting quarterback, I probably would start looking for another team because there's no way in hell that I'm gonna be <laughs> cheering for that dude, man. And it sucks because we got we got Deontay. Deontay had over a thousand yards this year. We got Chase. He didn't really have. Too too great of a year, but we we know he's 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 versatile. So we he's definitely we can definitely use him. Um, Najee Najee played really good. I'm I'm I didn't expect Najee to be this good for his rookie year, but he did really well. Um, tight end's fire too. Who? Your tight end. I don't know how to say his man's name. Tight end. Yeah, I know you're talking yeah. about. He, he's he's pretty decent. Um, we we our defense is actually not not that bad. I think we. Gonna have to somehow um gotta pay Mika. Yeah, yeah y'all gotta pay Mika. You gotta pay him for sure. We need him because I say he's top top five safeties in the in, in the NFL. I ain't gonna give him, I'm not gonna be biased and say he's the best one, even though he's, you know I really want to. Is he a strong safety or free safety? I think he's a strong safety, right? Oh, he's strong, yeah. He you probably know. the top three is strong safety. Ah, uh, yeah. I was saying five to be generous because you know uh, I, nah, I, you ain't gotta be you ain't gotta lie. <laughs> yeah, you, you talk your trash, you talk your stuff here. Yeah. Defense is pretty good. Um, we got Cam Hayward still, so um, I mean, I don't know how much longer he got, but he played pretty good this year. Um, so our biggest issue is just freaking offensive line and the, the QB. So if we can tighten that up, then I think we should be all right next year. I mean, I, don't, I didn't, I did not expect us to make the playoffs this year the way things was looking for us, but we somehow like that tie when we when we tie with Detroit. I said, all right. Now that tie is gonna gonna make or break the rest of the season just because we it's the worst team in the, in the NFL at that time. They don't need they need mm-hmm. to have a win yet. And now it's like at the end of the season, 
I mean, luckily we had that extra game because if we didn't have that extra game, we was not making the playoffs. We luckily beat Baltimore at Baltimore. Well, I'm not going to say lucky. We beat their ass, but. Now, y'all lucky. What y'all lucky is that the Raiders elected to kick that field goal. Yes, because they was actually, (laughs) I saw the highlights the next day and apparently a dude was whispering to him. He's like, we were supposed to tie the game or something like that. And he's like, we wasn't supposed to kick it or some crap. And I was like, I would have been really mad. Actually, I won't even be mad because then we got a better draft pick. But, um, but yeah, man, farewell, Big Ben. Appreciate the, the long, long career. Um, I would probably put Big Ben uh, all time, probably uh, top fifteen because this is way too many quarterbacks. And then like all these young guys, easily like Josh Allen, Mahomes, all these guys are gonna be really good. And like and they're still so young. If they stay healthy and don't get hurt. These rec- not not the Tom Brady record, like Big Ben, his record's gonna be gone. Drew Brees might get touched by maybe Brees, not Brees, uh, Burrow, uh, Allen, Mahomes, uh, Herbert, Herbert's pretty Herbert, good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they yeah they got a lot going on in in, in, uh, in, 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 in with the Chargers too. So oh, damn, the AFC's gonna be crazy next year. Sheesh. Yeah, AFC is insane, bro. It, it's it's deep. Quarterback is deep in the AFC, so that's all I got. That's all I got in the series before I start crying. All right, so salute the big band, man, and flowers yet, yet again. Flowers, flowers look. I don't want to throw uh, salt on your parade or nothing, but yet again, you got Tom Brady um, kind of <laughs> hanging over Ben again because, like, you're tired of writing this. Big Ben, like, now I know you just seen me retire. You gonna go ahead and retire this year too? <laughs> That's funny because when they when they said when they, when they first did the notification about Tom Brady retiring, he didn't even confirm that. Mm-hmm. I was like, everybody started getting hyped. They was like, oh shoot, maybe he's gonna come back for a year. In my head, I'm like, nah, he just wanted to wait and give it a few more days. He definitely retiring, bro. He not there's no way he's coming back. But I, I, I think feel like on the guaranteed money, like Breeze did. I think it was today or tomorrow his guaranteed money kicked in for the the uh, Bucks. Oh, that's how it worked. I think. I mean, I don't know. I think he retired because he wanted to retire. But remember, Breeze waited to retire with the Saints. Yeah. Didn't Got wait, but, like, he was conscious oh, yeah. of, like, okay, I'm about to get my extra cash. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think Tom needed to do that because his wife is loaded, but he might have did that. Oh, yeah. Why not? Yeah, true. I got to look into it, so don't quote me on that. But look, Why might. not? They getting their money. I'm, I'm, I can get mine on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the way out. This hey, this pocket change right here. So for them, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say yeah, that's for them, this pocket change. That's all I got. All right. So like you know, big shout out to Big Ben on his retirement as well. Don't want you to be you know in uh, Tom Brady's shadow no longer. Both of y'all retiring on top, um, going out in the playoffs, and you know fighting for a chance to go to another Super Bowl. So you know, big ups to both of those guys. Um, so now we're gonna move on to fourth and five segment here. So. We got the quarterbacks and tight end tiers for the 2021-22 season. So, Blake, we want you to go ahead and give us your quarterback tiers for this season, and we're going to see what you got going on over there. Tier one. I got to oh, by the season. Um, and everything. <laughs> tier one, oh, man, the top quarterback of the year. I hate to say it, but it was Tom Brady, bro. Tom hey, Brady. Tom out. I left Tom off everything because he retired. Yeah, yeah, I just we're talking, about, I, we're talking about for this year though. This season, I left him off of it because he was retired. Nah, man, I just left him off. No, no, no lie though, he's up there. He's there, but if, I just if we're, if we're doing it that way, 
Yeah, he had a great year. I'm not slighting him. He he had a great year. I just once found out he retired, I was like, okay, go go buy it. So tier one, the way we are we doing it the way we, the picture was. One, yeah, two, yeah. One. Do that one. Okay, tier one, Tom Brady. Personally, he had probably like there's no way. How old is he? 45, 44. Yeah, oh, there's no way he should still be playing this great at that age. <laughs> um, I mean, granted, he did have a lot of weapons, but 45 with that many yards, that many touchdowns, leading the league and all that shit is ridiculous. So I'll give Tom Brady tier one, tier two, obviously going to Mahomes and Josh Allen. Uh, tier three for this for this season, I'm giving going Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers and Lamar. Even though Lamar was hurt for most of the, a lot of the years, I know, I know he's gonna give me that, give me that face, but it's okay. Tier four, <laughs> tier four. I went Kyler, Dak, Russell, and Herbert. I'm more shocked you got Rodgers in tier three. Like I, I know he shit the bed in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. In, in the playoffs, we're talking about the whole season though. Yeah, he he about to get his third MVP, and you put him in the third tier. He, I don't think they're gonna give it to him. I don't think they're gonna give it to him. I mean, we are gonna see. We are gonna see. <laughs> what you got shaking on your top ten, Keith? <laughs> uh, all right. So I did the, I did the, I did a ranking, and then I did the tiers. Okay. So I'll just run through. There's no time, no disrespect to Tom. I just didn't put him on it because I knew he was about to hang it up. But he was easily top five quarterback off of last season. He led in Absolutely. touchdowns and yards. So booyah, he was Tom number one. Keep it yeah, down. kudos, <laughs> kudos. I'm going. Mahomes at one, Rodgers at two, Allen at three, Joey B at four, Matthew Stafford at five, six, Justin Herbert, seven, Kyler, eight, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott at nine, Derek Carr at ten. Check me out. So, tier-wise, I broke it down. way in hell I'm putting Kirk Cousins in my top ten. I'm sorry. Yeah, me either. Wait, look, y'all got to hear me out. Listen to what I'm about to hell say. Hell no. So, <laughs> one, is, one is your fucking – I don't know your game team. Yeah, yeah, your God tier uh, quarterback two is like those dudes are the goat. They're a goat. They're barely missing. They're not necessarily a goat already, but they're barely missing yeah, something. Yeah, yes, you know? yes. Like they're getting there. Three, maybe three is you can win with them, and then four is like they're serviceable. Okay, so four like you're just serviceable. Uh, tier one is Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and I put Josh Allen at two. I got Joey B, Matthew Stafford, Justin Herbert, Kyler. Uh, at three, I got Dak. Four, I got Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr. On this list, check me out. I know I'm missing Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, and Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson didn't play because, you know, yeah. the allegations. He didn't play, though. Lamar started, uh, had a rough start, hit his MVP form again, and then got banged up. Mm-hmm. And he, he was actually – had a chance at make, uh, getting MVP at the point when he was like playing really well. He got banged up. Russell, you know, he got banged up too. I got Lamar and Watson in tier two, and I got Russell in tier three. Now I'm not. I think Russell's great, but I mean, he ain't won a Super Bowl in a while, and I don't know what's going on in Seattle. I don't think Super it's his Bowl. fault. P- playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's his fault in Seattle, but I don't know what is like. And he was banged up this year, so in all that reality, was, that was tier three. Russell's tier three. Lamar and Deshaun are tier two. You, you mean we can't really put Deshaun there? He didn't play a single game this year. I mean, he didn't. But I, they're the people that are missing. Remember, I said they're missing. I didn't even count okay, them. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. So they weren't even. I didn't even rank them because you got to think my top ten. 
You could bump Kirk Cousins. You can move Derek nah, Carr. Get Kirk Cousins out there, and since you put in Deshaun in, you got to put Brady in, bro. It's only fair. Oh, come on. I already told you how I felt with the <laughs> I ain't going to. I just don't want you saying, we being recorded right now. I don't need you saying Kirk Cousins in the top 10, bro. That's crazy. Look, check me out. It's That's crazy, but look up his numbers. We know his numbers, but. Exactly. Let's be realistic now. But are we are we counting these tiers and as in hey you're winning me games or we like what are we doing? Because I only have Kurt at tier four. I said he's just he's serviceable. Because remember, is one Kurt like a like a Jimmy G? Like you're they they're game changers. I don't even know what you're just there, and I have him in tier four. So you can't move off of him, but you can't you can't move up to get anybody else. And they're in cap hell in Minnesota. Well, not cap hell. I mean, you put Cousins contract hell. You put Russell Wilson in there? Yeah, he's a tier three. Okay. He's a tier three with Dak. And I don't get me wrong. He is definitely better than Dak. So it's just Who the is? same. Russell. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying Kirk Cousins was. I'm about to hang up. Fuck no. So <laughs> for me, I put the GOAT at number one, Brady. I put – see, it's a toss-up here because – so number two, I put Rodgers. And then for three and four, it's Mahomes and Allen, however you want to flip-flop them, honestly. Um, then I have Herbert and Borough. Then I have seven. I have Stafford, Dak, Carr, and then Kyler to finish off my list. So tier one, yeah, I got Carr, Brady. Bo, Kyler? So Carr played more games than Kyler. So Kyler was out for a little bit. Oof. Oof. That's Bold boy, <laughs> and I mean, we seen we seen how good they played at the beginning of the season. Yeah, they started off hot, but and then once he came crazy. back from injury, but everybody was injured. They just they it was crazy, bro. They 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 rocked the season, not getting injured for a little bit. Other than you know they had JJ Watt mm-hmm. go down, nah, and yeah, then every, everybody just didn't make it the rest of the way. Their defense played good though those first five games. Yeah, he just didn't. He didn't look good. He looked the same once he came back from that injury. Miller Jones had what five sacks the first game, bro. So. Just beating up on Taylor Juan. And Taylor Juan actually watched his podcast of him on the I Am Athlete. He's a pretty funny dude. Or not, so, not since we're doing the tiers as well, I had Brady in tier one. And then just based off the top 10, I had Rodgers, Allen, and Mahomes tier two. And then I had Herbert and Burrow in tier three. And then four, I have Stafford, Prescott, or Dak, Carr, and Kyler. Oh, you got to move Stafford up. You're selling. I'm not though. I didn't hear. Uh, you didn't put you think Russell Dak would. You think Dak would do the same thing? He missed a lot he, of time. You think that's Dak why I didn't put him up here? You think Dak would do the same thing that Stafford just did on the Rams? If you flipped him, because I'm gonna be honest, I think I'll put Stafford on the Cowboys. He's gonna do the same thing that even better than what Dak did. Nah, they still lose. Um, no, and they still lose, but he he looks way better than Dak oh. does in that system. I don't think you could take. I don't think you could take Dak on the Rams. I don't know because the way Dak was looking, like uh, Dak, especially hey, early on in the season, he was in like, MVP form, bro. You hear me? Cowboys. He was playing so, really. Good. Honestly, I think you could honestly flip flop Dak and Stafford. Honestly, I think so. <laughs> Just being honest, bro. We ain't gonna. Lie. We're not gonna act like. Bro, how much money that, Andre Dak Tom? is more Dak is more athletic. Bro, time out. How much money did uh did uh auntie give you to say that about Dak? 
Bro, how much Zero. money did she pay? Bro, Zero. how much money she pay you to lie on this fucking podcast? I'm not lying though, bro. I, I, I will flip flop Stafford and Dak. I, I would take Dak on the Rams as well, and I think he would get it done. I'm gonna put Twitter on your ass. Say because, yeah, I agree though because less turnovers than Stafford. I mean, INT less INTs than Stafford. Um, the the Cowboys' offensive line was uh, I give I think they they might have the slight edge over, but I think he's still he's more mobile than uh Stafford, so I still think he can get around and still throw the cup in Odell. Yeah, I think you can I think you can swap that, bro. That's actually not a bad bad intake. And you so you're saying if you flip Dak to the Rams, they would still be just as successful? I think so. Yeah, yeah, with that same defense, yeah, I, yeah, they would. I think so. That's my take on it. I honestly think. Stafford, I think he's serviceable because we know that he's a gunslinger, but the man loved to throw dots to the other team. Like, the man loved to throw interceptions. I don't know what be going on with him, but I think you could, and that's just me personally. So we're going to move on to the tight ends here. We got Blake. You can go ahead and kick us off with your, your top so 10 we, tiers. Are we doing top 10? Are we doing tiers? How we do it? Does it matter? We can do it the same way. We can rock the same way. All right. Well, I'll just do top 10 then. Top ten, Mark Andrews. I give I, I, you know me. I'm not. A, I, I can't stand <laughs> the Ravens, bro. That's like one of our biggest rivals ever. Big dog. But Mark Andrews was on some some crazy ish this year. Granted, they did have a lot of injuries, and he had to step up and play a bigger role as far as catches and yardage, which he's used to doing it anyways. But yeah, I give him. I give him. He definitely was number one this year. Uh, two, gotta go, Travis Kelsey. Three, George Kittle, of course. Um, like that, like four, four, I would go. I probably, probably, even though he only had one touchdown, Kyle Pitts played good. I'll give him that. He played, played. No, I can't put him fourth. I'm not. I put him. He's in my. He's in my second. My third row. Now nah, I'm gonna go Waller, even though he didn't play much, but he's very effective. Granny, he had. Uh, I, I'm I'm really not a big fan of Derek Carr. Like you guys, I think one of you guys put him in your top ten. I'm I didn't I have did. him in my I didn't put him in my top ten. Um, but yeah, Waller played really good when he was available. Uh, then I'll go Kyle Pitts. Then I'll go TJ. Gronk is is at the bottom. Wait, wait, TJ Hawkinson? Yeah, he played good, bro. He played good. Why y'all Why y'all giving me Why y'all going? Don't tell me he didn't play good this year. Top 10? Good. I, yes, top 10. Y'all didn't put him in your top 10? <laughs> Hell no. We're going to get to y'all. All right. So we got, I got, then I got uh, Dawson. Is y'all Dallas. drinking? What y'all got? Y'all drinking tonight? Nah, he got something in that solo cup over there. That's who's drinking. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I got, then I got uh, after Hawkinson, I got Dawson. Then I got Dallas. Gronk, I, I, I really didn't want to put Gronk in the top 10 because he had a, listen, let me, let me explain. Tom Brady, Tom, Tom Brady made Gronk look good. If we put Gronk on, back on the Patriots, does Gronk play that good? Okay, is you going to say Travis Kelsey looked good because of Mahomes? No, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't compare those two. You know Gronk the best tight end, right? I'm like, saying. Bro, but he, bro, he, he's coming back from re- retiring. And he's and he's not as mobile as he used to be. Yes, he. And he still got off. He could buy. What he said? Now he put up. I think it's eight hundred yards, right? He still he went off. Punctured his fucking lung. 
So if he never does that with the bruise, the, the messed up ribs, guess what? He probably clips a thousand yards. Mm-mm. Oh my God. We're not moving on. I went, uh, hey. that was nine. And then I put Dalton. Okay. You want me to go Terrence or you want? Yeah. You, want... you go oh, ahead. I go. Hear this. I want to hear this. We ain't got to discuss it. You know, my man from B more, he finally started catching the ball this year. Cause last year I was on him and Marquise Brown ass for tipping the ball. <laughs> Them boys, they was playing, you know, how in basketball, you'd be tip drilling off the backboard just to each other, you know, running mm-hmm. back. Man, them boys was gonna tip the ball in there, but this year he got off 107 receptions, 1300 yards, nine tubs. That's insane. Uh, George Kittle second, he had a great year. Travis Kelsey's third. Kyle Pitts, this is crazy to me. Big shout out to Nick. Six, 68 receptions, 1026 yards, one touchdown. Nick is gonna allude to this is the Matt Ryan syndrome of Julio Jones not having as much touchdowns as he should. This is what is going to happen to Kyle Pitts. I hope not. But the fact that he only had one touchdown, and let's remember, the Falcons one is insane. The 17 Falcons, games, bro. And he fast. It's not like he can't get loose. The Falcons, man had 1,000 yards. Like, how bro, the, the Falcons didn't use this man until later. Remember, he wasn't even in the game plan the first couple games. Yeah, he wasn't. So there's that. I got uh, Dallas Goddard from the Eagles. He's a big dog. He, I like him a lot. He's underrated. I think if uh, – Maybe they just had some more, uh, like a veteran receiver, or elite receiver. He'd probably get even more shine. Uh, I got Gronk at set, uh, six. Ain't no way I'm leaving this man off the tight end list. I don't care if this man would have threw up a fucking goose egg this year. I, there's no way. He's the greatest tight end. You got, bro, Shannon Sharp was one of my favorite tight ends, and he he concedes the it's Gronk. Tony Gonzalez probably, I don't think Tony said it publicly, but I think Tony would probably be like, yeah, you could take, you could take Gronk. Uh, at seven, this one's this one's a bit of a stretch. I got Mike Jetski or Jiski. Jiseki. Jiseki. Can't say names for shit on here. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Uh, I think he's really good. I think he he doesn't get as much time as he would because his quarterback issues or whatnot there is there. Uh, eight Dalton shorts. Oh my god, I know Auntie's super excited. There's been cowboys all <laughs> there's been cowboys all over this damn tears. Uh, yeah. He put up 78 yard or 78 catches, 808 yards, eight touchdowns. He ain't gonna block nobody, but the man gonna, you know, catch the ball. Yeah, he, he, he can catch the ball though. Uh I got Dalton, uh Dawson Knox at nine. I know this is kind of controversial because his numbers don't reflect, but let's remember he is in a, a system with like five receivers and uh one like top five receiver. So him not getting the ball as much, but being sure-handed when he does, I think is is a good tack that a good thing to have. Ten, I got Zach Ertz. He snapped for the Cardinals. It was like he was rejuvenated playing there. I wanted the Ravens to get him. Granted, it obviously would have been weird with having Mark Andrews. Probably would have been a split there, but Zach Ertz showed I think up. Could have worked with two tight end sets, though. A lot of two yeah. tight end sets. I think could have worked. Yeah, and then missing, obviously, Darren Waller, who's banged up. I know a Darren Waller can do it. I ain't going to lie to you. Darren Waller could have been one this year, if we're going to be honest, if he was healthy the whole year. Yeah. So there's there's that. Tier-wise, I'm going to rank it. Uh, number one, obviously, is Andrews. Uh, Kittle's in one. Travis Kelsey's in one. Gronk's in one. Two is just Kyle Pitts by himself. No Dallas? We're going based off of this year, right? Just him at two. And then 
or no, two is uh, two is, uh, yeah. So I'm gonna go two, Kyle, and then I, I'm gonna put Darren Waller there just to put him at two. He's really probably better than two. And then three would be Dallas and Dalton Shorts, and then four would be everybody else. Zach Hurts would be on uh, tier three too. Okay, so for me, y'all finna be like again, Uh-oh. but one I got Mark Andrews, obviously the consensus number one. That ain't two, have to beat my ass. <laughs> two and three, I got Kelsey and Kittle, which you probably can, you know, any given day flip flop them too. Then I have at four, I have Gronk, I have Schultz at five, I got Dawson Knox at six, I have Hunter Henry at seven, Kyle Pitts at eight. Goddard at nine, and then Ertz at ten. Hunter Henry. <sighs> I need you to go look at it. We got that Pro Football Focus account. I need you to go look at that man's grade on there when you get the chance. What's wrong with my boy's stats, man? Boy, go look at his grade on that. <laughs> What's wrong with my man's stats? Let me hear him. He did have nine touchdowns, though. He, I think he he had what? Let me pull it up for you. 55 receptions, 600 50, yards. Six, 50 catches, 603, and nine touchdowns. 603, bro. Dalton Shorts with three risky quarterback, and we know what was going on in New England. And the man went like six, seven games or something like that straight with a touchdown. With touchdowns. The impact, the impact on the Patriots team that he had. Anyway, I don't necessarily who who you got. And my line Blake, did he not have a great impact on that Patriots team? Did and then the, the Patriots made the playoffs too, right? Yeah. Yeah, so we, we, we ain't gonna talk about how we got our ass whooped, but we just talking about his impact. Okay, let me hear your four through seven again, real quick. Four, I got Gronk, who was after Andrews, Kelsey, and Kittle. Then I have Schultz at five, I have Dawson Knox at six, Hunter Henry at seven. That huh? Dawson Knox and Hunter Henry got to go. They got to get – Dawson Knox can get bumped if you're going to put Hunter Henry on. Why? And Hunter got to go to 10 because ain't no way I'm putting I don't think him. so. You saw what Kyle Pitts did? You have him above Kyle Pitts. The man had six he had a thousand. He had 1,000 yards, but I still put him at eight. As long as eight, you get the top 10. You put Hunter Henry above Kyle Pitts. Bro. Kyle Pitts had a thousand yards, but the man lining up pretty much at receiver. That's like, that's like saying, okay, what, line him the, up, line him up down there, and put his hand down in the dirt, and you finna run to his side. Is he finna block that man on the end or no? Is we counting stats or we counting run block grades? Because I'm counting count on everything. Well, then you damn sure ain't you ain't supposed to have Dalton Swartz on there if we count run blocking grade. <laughs> Listen, Schultz had a really good year, regardless, right? We know he's not the best blocker, but he can he can do it. I'm not no, saying no. he's the best blocker in the world, but we know damn well Kyle Pitts ain't got he he got he he lighting the ass. We know that. Ain't no way I put Kyle Pitts. There's no way Hunter Henry's going above Kyle Pitts. That's his rookie year, bro. That's the best rookie year as a tight end. Yeah, he had a great season, bro. You tripping. You tripping. You tripping. How am I tripping, though? How bro. many games they win? What is – he the tight end, bro? Yeah, he, he had a great season, but I'm also talking about the impact, every like everything as a whole. Like, yeah, you had a 1,000 yards, but 
We ain't winning nothing. You ain't put no Zach Ertz. Yeah, he has. He had ten. Oh no, can't do it. I gotta. You gotta swap a lot of people. I think you gotta. But for me, you gotta bump off Knox if you're gonna put a uh, Hunter. I on. could potentially bump Knox. Yeah, and then I you gotta move Hunter down. Hunter can't be above Kyle. That's the only thing. I the only issue. I, you gotta bump Knox because if you're putting Hunter on, I get it. You know Henry did play good. I'm not saying he played bad. He just did not play better than Kyle Pitts. So I get that. Hey. You go ahead and believe that if you want to, my boy. But <laughs> I got Hunter at seven and Pitts at eight. I feel like, like I said, Pitts had a great season. I just have Hunter Henry one notch above him. Hey, make sure you upload this on Twitter, your uh, your ranks. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> Blake, send me yours to my text. Text me them and I'll say I'll upload yours for you too. Who, me? Yeah, yeah, text it to me. All right, bet. Uh, what you got next for us, Terrence? Yeah, so now we we at the end of our ropes here. So we definitely want to yet again um, make everyone conscious that, you know, it is Black History Month. So, you know, do yourself a favor and each day, you know, or maybe once a week or however often it might be this month, just take the time out to, you know, find something informational about Black History. There's a lot of great information out there. A lot of people who have created a lot of the things that we use today that didn't get the recognition that they so rightfully deserve, whether it's from like Jack Daniels liquor to, you know, street lights, fridge, oh, everything, like everything. So um, just definitely take the time out to learn a bit, a little bit more than you already knew about Black history. And thank you guys for tuning in. Um, have a great night, great morning, afternoon, whatever it is for you as you're listening. And definitely big shout out to Blake. Thank you for coming on and joining us tonight. You want to shout out any Twitter, Instagram, anything people can follow you at? Uh, uh, Twitter handle Blizz, B-L-I-Z-Z-J-U-U, two U's, and then Herd, H-E-A-R-D-D. Um, Instagram, I don't really use Instagram like that, but Instagram is Blizz Gets Biz. And... Steelers Nation, you heard? Yeah, hey, <laughs> screw that Steelers Nation part. But hey, I'm gonna give y'all people a, a Black History Month thing every week, so you gonna get it free from me once a week on Tuesdays when we record. So you know, if y'all want to look somewhere else additionally up, but you gonna get it free from me. You know, maybe I'll start charging too. <laughs> but definitely, thank y'all for tuning in. This has been Couple Fold with the guys. We out of here. Easy. Later.